Hi everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Talking Body. Woo! Now, this week is a little bit different because I am reading a letter. Spoiler alert, it is addressed to Alex Cooper. Now, if none of you know who this person is, she is a host to a podcast as well. But she's not only just a host, she is the best bloody host to the best podcast called Call Her Daddy. Now, I love this podcast so, so much, so much that I decided to do a diary entry to Alex Cooper. Anyway, at the time, I was dealing with a few things and the podcast really inspired me. So at the time, I wrote a diary entry to Alex Cooper and I wrote about some stuff that I was dealing with at the time. Now, I wrote this in 2020, so it was a while ago, but it was kind of the start of everything. This is where I learnt to build my own confidence up. This is where I started to be more selfish towards myself. This girl is amazing. She helped me deal with a lot of insecurities by listening to a lot of her episodes. So I'm so excited to reveal this letter to you all a little bit later on in the episode. Anyway, I hope you enjoy. Let's get into it. And we are right back into it. Now, I'm going to give you a little bit of a backstory. My story always leads back to the people I used to surround myself with that no longer serve me anymore. What I mean by that is what is in the letter maybe about people in particular, but basically how I overcame a lot of things, but it had to do with the people that weren't serving me. Um, and are not in my life anymore. So to create change and to be able to focus more on myself, I had to create change in my surroundings. So a little bit about me. I grew up in a very small town, um, very small town, like the population is maybe just over a thousand people, like very, very small. Um, My school had around 300 students at the time, so very small. I moved to a little bit of a larger town, I guess you could say, when I was 15. So I moved away from home and I went to boarding school for three years during high school. It um, It was good. I had a good time. However, I did get into a long-term relationship while I was in high school and it started at quite a young age. As a younger girl, I had a tendency to always either be in and out of relationships. I can't even really say that I was in in and out of relationships because (laughs) when you're young, can you even call them that? My first ever relationship was, was when I was 14. Um, and then I moved to Port Lincoln and I was in another relationship, um, for three years. Anyway, this relationship 
wasn't very healthy, nor was it healthy for me. And it was quite difficult to escape and get out of. I very much enjoyed my time uh, in a new town and making new friends. However, being in the relationship definitely limited me from being able to do the things that I wanted to do. Now, going into how not I guess how but starting to build a relationship with yourself I have 15 steps that helped me and what I've learned along the way that has helped me come out of this toxicity um, that really helped me recover heal after this quite extensive and long-term relationship and that kind of helped me turn things around for myself all right let's get into the steps so number one you have to put the work in and you have to want to put the work in so if you're wanting to create change for yourself you really need to work hard and you need to really want to do it two force yourself to be bored this sounds ridiculous I'm pretty sure I sent said it in the first episode with Holly and we had a bit of a giggle about it but force yourself to be bored and to sit with your own thoughts no distractions and really just learning to say no to people so you can spend time in your own company and enjoy it you might not even enjoy it but hey you're learning things about yourself and you are learning to be within your own company. If you can't learn to be within your own company, I'm sorry, (laughs) I'm going to give you some tough love. You're going to have a very terrible life because if you can't learn to be with yourself, how can you learn to be with others? Or how are you going to love and enjoy life if you can't learn to be within your own company? Three, learn to seek validation from yourself and not others. Now, This can be hard because it's not easy. We always compare ourselves to one another and social media is definitely not making it easier. Instead of going on Instagram, for example, and posting a picture because you want other people to validate you or, or I can't even think of it. Hmm. Or if you want an opinion on something and you're wanting other people's validation to make you feel better on whether you should do something, you should be looking internally and going, do I feel good right now? Do I want to post this picture because I'm trying to get someone's reaction or am I posting this picture because I genuinely feel good about myself and I genuinely think I look good today? I'm hyping myself up, you know? Four, meet new people. This can be through dating, friendships, or just going out on your own and meeting people. This will improve your confidence, social skills, independence, but it will also help you make decisions on what you like and what you don't like to surround yourself with. This is so important. I have definitely experienced this um, 
For example, if I really want to go to an event and none of my friends are really available or they're doing other things or they're broke and I really want to go to this event, um, a couple of times I've just gone on my own. If I want to do something, like what's stopping me? Why am I stopping myself from doing it? And I've just gone and I've met people there. Not people that I know. I might bump into people that I know, but I've just met people while I'm out. And it sounds funny, like I get a little bit of social anxiety. That's something that I could have never seen myself doing. Oh, I thought it was terrifying. But I did it last year and I said, I've got to do it. I need to do things on my own. If I really want to do something, I need to do it. And I did it. And you know what? I Those times that I did that were probably some of the best times I had. Not saying that I don't like doing things with my friends. Of course I do. But it just gets you... It just pushes you a little bit out of your comfort zone and teaches you something new and different. Five, surround yourself with people who support you and align with you. In episode one with Holly, we talked a lot about this, um, especially if you're on some type of journey. No matter what you're doing as you get older, it is so important to have a support network and to have people that support you because at the end of the day, your circle does get smaller. It's very much so quality over quantity And you want to surround yourself with the people that are going to support you, who are going to hype you up and who are going to be your best buddies out there. Six, accepting that you're ready to make yourself happy and not let and not let others do the work for you. This is this is important because at the end of the day, if you are letting other people make you happy, then you're really not happy yourself and you need to seek what makes you happy. I had a bit of a, I don't know, this kind of comes to me with dating as well. For so long, I had thought I had to be with someone or that I thought that I constantly needed to date because society was telling me so And every time I'd bump into one of my mum's friends or my dad's friends or whatever, they were always asking me the same question. So, do you have a boyfriend? Do you have a partner? Are you dating? What's going on? And I was just like, no, no, I'm fine. You know, I'm just living life. And it hasn't really been until now that I'm like, no, I can make myself happy. I don't need other people to do it for me. I like people to add to my happiness and I talk about this so much. My friends probably hear me smack about this all the time, but for me, for dating, whether it's friendship, whatever it may be, I need people to add to my happiness. What are they bringing to the table? I'm going to have people that are going to build me up, who are going to be supportive of, of me who make me feel better as a person and to not let them do the work for me either. Seven, don't let other people's opinions of you drag you down. Only people that align with you will understand your needs. This kind of aligns back in with step six is that and a little bit of step five is surrounding yourself with the right people. Those people will understand your needs. You don't need to constantly make excuses for duds who, or toxic duds, duds, 
who don't align with you. You don't need to be doing that crap. You don't need to be making excuses for yourself. The people that are in your life will understand your needs and they will understand that you're busy or they will understand that you're tired or they'll understand that you know you have things going on in your life you know life is busy busy life is chaotic things get in the way and the right people will understand that eight stop comparing yourself to others this only creates a downward spiral of negative nasties so true this goes back to what step was it three seeking validation from yourself and not others it's something that's really good to put into practice it takes a long time to learn to validate yourself I'm not saying that you know you can't have others validating you or that it's bad that others validate you of course it feels nice for someone to compliment you or to hype you up absolutely but it's when it starts to get to a point that you can't actually think of anything nice to say to yourself. And that's when it becomes toxic. That's when it becomes not a good place. So stop comparing yourself to others. This only creates a downward spiral of negative nasties. It's so true. I catch myself doing it sometimes. Like I just started my new job and, you know, these a few of the TPPs have been working a little bit longer than I have because we have different groups that start at different times and he's been there for seven weeks and there's a girl that's been there for one week and I'm like oh my gosh you guys I feel like you guys are so ahead you know exactly what you're doing and I'm just you know going crazy over here in the corner same with like in the gym sometimes which is you know I feel like people always think that you know, people that go to the gym or people that, I don't know, constantly don't look down on themselves. But, you know, it's hard when you're seeing people, like there can be times where people are working so hard and you're like, go girl, go boy, like you're doing the work and it makes you motivated and it makes you inspired in a way. But then some days you you can get in a bit of a downward spiral and, you know, it can be hard. And then, you know, you see someone lifting a certain weight and you're like shit am I weak as shit or or am I not like am I not working hard enough like it can be hard but to put it into practice all these steps about putting into practice I'm not saying not do them it is like steps to help you progress in growing more and learning to build that relationship with yourself where you are not always going into this negative spiral that you can pull yourself out of it and you can learn to be self-aware and you can learn to pull yourself out of these negative holes number nine learn to be able to check in on yourself identify when you're not okay and practice being self-aware like I said before practice being self-aware practice asking yourself questions practice being able to identify if you're not okay check in on yourself are we doing okay today what do we need today it's a little bit like self-care in a way you know what can I do today that's going to make me feel better what can I do today that's going to make me more happier what am I going to what can I do today that's going to make me less stressed I often think of that one um yeah stress stress is a horrible thing but yes it's a good thing 
to be, learn to be more self-aware because it really helps you pick up on things when you're not feeling okay or it really helps when you've made a mistake or you're you're learning from a mistake or whatever it may be being self-aware is so important because you can you can trace what you've either done wrong or you can trace just how you're feeling emotionally 10 be consistent and disciplined with yourself this comes in all areas if you're talking about the gym if you're talking about work if you're talking about Uh, catching up with friends if you're talking about whatever you're talking about be consistent and disciplined have a routine uh yeah a lot of the time consistency and discipline is everything it's not so much motivation motivation really can only get you so far there are so many days where I feel unmotivated as hell but it's about that routine of consistency and discipline. You know, if I don't do this today, well, I'm going to fall back tomorrow or, you know, it's just if you make it an everyday thing, it becomes routine, as I said. 11, learn what you love and do more of it. Like, seriously, I don't know why we are stressing so much and then we're not doing what we love. I've been thinking about this one a lot lately, like, If I love something, why am I not doing more of it? Why am I not practicing or doing the things that I enjoy doing? Is it because I'm busy? Or is it because I'm just making excuses for not making time for it? I think if you're you're not doing something and you love doing something, just bloody do more of it. 12. Have an open mind and start practicing positive affirmations I find helpful writing down goals and affirmations to myself and sometimes even sticking it on my wardrobe or on my bookshelf or whatever's available really. The frog tank. I don't think the frogs would like that. Um, Probably get a little bit scared. But anyway, sticking it on something. That way you can visibly look at it every day. You can read it. You can, I don't know, it can prompt you, remind you. They're pretty good like that. Um, I have some of my... 2023 goals on the side of my bookshelf um they're pretty handy um keeps me on track it reminds me of what I want to achieve this year you know yeah 13 defeat procrastination and just do I find this bloody horrible and terrible and hard find what works for you and just do it you'll never know if you don't try I struggle with procrastination a lot and I can tell you what during uni I did all the time procrastination is it is hard especially when you really don't want to do something or especially when the study's getting on you and you know you're getting that little bit of a twitch in the eye from looking at your computer screen for too long jeepers I can tell you during my orientation I felt like I had a little bit of a twitch everywhere um yeah my leg was going my eye was going couldn't stay awake some of the time as much as I was retaining the information and the information was good sometimes sitting too long and you know you know when you can't be bothered to do something you know the procrastination starts coming but anyway defeat it or at least try to you know practice 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 14 
learn about your fears and understand what is stopping you from making the commitment to yourself or whatever it may be. For example, this podcast, I put this on the back burner for so bloody long and that was because I had so many fears. I had so many fears and nobody was going to like it. Nobody's going to listen to it. Um, and that was that was my own self-doubt getting in the way of what I wanted to do. It was insecurities. It was so many things. But also at the end of the day, I knew that I wasn't ready to do it. And I knew that I wasn't going to make time for it. And I just knew, I knew, I knew. So I think... Right now has been a good time. I'm glad that I have started it when I have started it. But that's just an example. You know, understand what your fears are and why they're stopping you from doing something is actually so important and it comes into self-awareness as well. You know, if you are aware of your fears and if you learn to understand why you fear those things or why you don't do certain things, um, it's such an important aspect of learning to understand yourself. And, you, you know those skills can be amazing because you can reflect very well you can self-reflect really well um and you have the skills down packed of being self-aware so it really all just links into one and last but not least step 15 develop a mindset routine or mindset or routine that is good for you so yes all that routine stuff discipline consistency whatever it may be practice 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 and putting it into a routine having a schedule whatever it is just so important to have a good mindset or routine that helps you get everything done and helps you feel better about yourself Um, so those are the 15 steps that I found helpful starting off and these are some of the things that I also used and that I still use today and that I'm still doing because I can tell you what some days things can get hard and things can get the better of you but if you just look back on some of these steps some of these um, practices it can really help you turn around your thoughts I know if I'm going down a bit of a negative spiral I'm just like no Brooke everything's okay we, we don't need to think that way you know it's just your mind having a bad day we, but just know if you're having a bad day your bad day can always turn into a good one Alrighty, I'm now going to read the letter after this little jingle break Um, But I do hope that this letter brings about a little bit of inspiration, but also maybe a little bit of clarity, knowing that whatever situation you're in, you can always turn it around. Dear Alex, One year ago, I was in a manipulative and toxic relationship. I often felt insecure and that I wasn't in control of who I was or even my own body. I was always scared of disappointing him, so I never did anything. I always asked for permission to go somewhere or to have a girl's night. 
he would often play the victim and pretend I never spent any time with him when in fact I did. I was manipulated so much that I didn't even know that the relationship was so toxic until I finally had enough. I knew I didn't want to be with him anymore, but I just didn't know how to leave him without having consequences from it. I then moved to Adelaide, where I'm now from, where I had time and space away from him. I wanted to move back with my family as they moved over here to Adelaide, and there was no way he was stopping me from achieving my dreams of studying to become a nurse. Eventually, I came to terms and realized he was not good for me so I began to work through aspects of the relationship that hurt me the most and finally started to heal from them once I started listening to your show it gave me confidence I became secure in my own skin and now I take absolutely no crap from anyone I now advocate for therapy and getting self-help on my own wellness page I've created I eventually want to be as brave and as creative as you are where I discuss topics of trauma, mental health and how to grow from it. I'm not writing this to slaughter him. I have grown and wishing the best. After all, he taught me what I won't tolerate and he has given me the chance to to really love myself more than I probably would have before. He put me through hell, but he really didn't kill my drive nor my motivation to realize that I deserve bloody better. I write this to you to thank you for being unique and giving women the power to stand on their own two feet. You give us a different kind of power, a power where we feel confident to speak out about the issues we face whether that's through sexual intimacy, therapy, women's rights, mental health, whatever it shall be, I praise you for helping all us young adults like me to figure out who they want to be. And that is a daddy gang member, a bad bitch and a motherfucking hustler. Woo! So there you have it. That was my letter to Alex Cooper. Now, I just wanted to say that my journey story might have been because of a toxic dud, um, but everyone's story and journey starts somewhere. And let me tell you, we all have multiple stories and journeys to tell. One of mine just happened to be about an ex and where I finally get myself out of a hole that I have dug but I guess the lesson that I wanted to share about all of this is just that no matter what you're going through or what's happening in your life you always have a choice even when you're going through it doesn't matter what you're going through there's always a way out and that's just my lesson for today
I almost forgot. Um, please start being selfish towards yourself. Please start taking that time for yourself. Start saying no. Start saying yes. But start being selfish for you. Because I can tell you right now, being selfish towards yourself is going to be what's going to help you build a relationship with yourself and help you strengthen your relationship with yourself. Mm-hmm.